Okay. We live. We live. We live. We live, baby. So I got a weird oh, pop-up shit, sound popped up. All right, yeah, so we live. New. We live. Um, welcome back to another episode I'm with continue. Say Less with the Culture. Um, we actually got everybody here today, which is amazing because usually that never happens. Uh, it's myself, Pache. Uh, we got Nate. What's going on? What's good? See you, Shane, down there. How you doing? Yo, yo, yo. And then we got Charles. How you living over there? What I do, baby. Oh God. oh God. Before you even jump into anything, you know, you always got to do a mental check. I know it was mental uh, health awareness month last month, but I'm going to keep it going. Uh, how's everybody doing? How's everybody's week been so far? I mean, it's been a short week, but yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, it's still fucking with me. It feels like Tuesday to me, even though it's Wednesday, but that's a good thing because we're going to Arizona at the end of the week. So, um, yeah, but it's been. It's been good, you know, nothing crazy, just sticking to work and, and managing my time and and uh, trying to maximize time off work and just like really relax and, and not and not wear myself out. So it's been good. I'm, I'm really in a good I'm in a good mental space. Other than the Lakers breaking my heart, I'm in a good mental space. <laughs> still Brown and seven, still got Brown and seven for whatever reason. Well, how you doing over there, Shane? How's I'm mom? good, bro. I'm good. Living that Colorado life. Got to get busy. Again, you doing your little nature walks and shit. I'm like, damn, you're really living life over there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Outdoorsy shit. Okay. Yeah, I'll be up there soon. I'll be up there Monday. So I'm looking forward True. to seeing, seeing the area. How about you, Charles? What's going on? No, we're globe trotting. Must be nice. <laughs> well, I have a I have a nine hour layover. I have a nine hour layover in fucking Denver, so I was like, I might as well just chill. You are also Jeez. invited, so you can't complain. That's true. You were invited. Okay, I just said y'all be jet lagging. That doesn't change the fact that y'all be jet lagging. I did not be. But you know, but anyway, how you regardless. Doing? Um, Wednesday is the start of my work week, so today is my Monday. So um, coming off a very nice, relaxing weekend. Got a new addition to the family this weekend. Oh, uh, what? You're pr- you're you're pregnant. She got yep. you pregnant. Uh, we're pregnant. <laughs> we are uh, expecting. Oh, and, uh, the baby's name's gonna be. Um... Actually, never mind. I was, I was gonna make no, a joke. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a, a little kitty. A little got big a cat. purr. Yeah. Big purr. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whose idea? His name is Nuki. Huh? Whose idea? It was like a joint decision. We uh, came no, together as a family and decided it was time to to share our love with another. It's all, so it's, much of course, it's always, it's always a it's always a joint. <laughs> it's never it's never you being bullied into a decision or you being the bully. Smart man, smart man. <laughs> of you know, I mean, I did I did ask to open up the relationship in a different way, but we went with this route instead. Well, okay, I'm gonna say that for something else. I say that as she sits in the room. That's that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man. even on the topic, yeah, I'm of, cool. thank you. You good? You good? That's good. You know, I'm, I'm hoping to see you soon. I don't know when that would be, but I'm hoping to see you. Well, you know where I live. Baltimore's out the way. I don't even like Baltimore like that. Sure. <laughs> exactly. That, I knew that was going to yeah, get that right in the book. <laughs> I am stationary. You know exactly where I'm at. I know. I know you are. Even on the topic of mental health and awareness, 
uh, what was her name? Naomi. Yeah, Naomi. I don't. Oh yeah, say, Naomi was Osaka. Smooth transition. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, transition king. I, I learned from the best. Um, she hey. came out. Uh, what was it this past week? And said she's not doing any press conferences at the French Open. Um, you know, just some, take some time to her help for herself. You know, just checking on herself. There's a lot going on. I know there's a lot that goes in with being an athlete, having to do all these press conferences after these matches. Um, so she's chosen to, I guess, take that fine. Is it what it is? And she's hoping that some of that money goes to um, charities for mental health. Mm-hmm. So anybody's thoughts on that? That was the most bullshit I've ever heard. <laughs> you, know, fuck it, you know what? I'll go ahead and eat those little baby ass fine. Yeah, 15, <laughs> not, 15K. Not there you go. It's nothing. Go ahead. Don't eat those. In addition to it, she she also dropped out of the of the the entire competition, the French Open. Oh, she dropped out. Okay. Yeah. Um, because they kept they kept badgering her, and she said she didn't want to make this about her. You know, the competition is not about her, so she decided to drop out. Um, and I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a good thing that people could take stance like this because I think it opens up a conversation for a larger topic. And, you know, even as recent as last year, there was a lot of conversations about mental health and like people taking care of themselves, you know, with regards to how very shaky the country was um, referring to social justice issues. And just a year later, you know, after numerous articles written by players themselves from different sports. If, if we take basketball, um, Kevin Love's written an article um, uh, just as recent as LaMarcus Aldridge also wrote an article about being depressed um, because he's not playing basketball anymore. He just doesn't know who he is anymore. And, you know, everyone on Twitter was like, yo, shout out to him for really putting himself out there. And then this girl goes on, TV and says I, I'm an introvert and I don't like doing interviews and I just I want to take time off to not do this thing so I could focus on my on myself and it's this it's a lot of backlash. Um, I just I'm glad that she you know she can afford to do this because a lot of people in their regular lives can't afford to just take time off of their work to to focus on themselves. But I do think she's setting a precedent that's very very important because if she had a you know an injured wrist they wouldn't be like oh you still got to play through it like they would say sit it out and i think it's just as equivalent when it comes to you know uh, mental health issues like take the break and, and figure yourself out and focus on yourself so you could you could move forward so um that's basically what i have to say about it shout out to her uh I got a funny text about it from isaac and he was like maybe she's going to meet Cody's grandmother again in reference to the coding part, but um, yeah, that's fun. That's all right. I feel like everybody understands that, like, it's the only it's only sports media that really presses the issue and stuff like that. Like, they don't seem to understand. Like, people, athletes are human beings; they need time to themselves. They don't have to report their they don't have to report to you every fucking time they go play. So I feel like Twitter's been like really understanding of that. It's just like sports reporters that are like, oh, why can't you do this? Like, just leave the girl alone. Let her be a human. She's a human first. So. Shane? No, she ain't chilling. She ain't over there chilling. Well, <laughs> keep the ball rolling over hell. Keep the ball like, rolling. he's right. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, he's right. I agree with 
everything he had to say on the matter. But good for her. Exactly what she should do. Took care of herself. Yeah. While we were in sports, like, all right, how about these fans wilding out? Yeah. Wilding out. And so we open up and everybody starts spitting, acting up like they ain't got no home training, bro. Listen, listen. If I was some of these players, I would take that fine. We'd have another malice in the palace. I'm whooping some of these fans' ass. I am cool with fans and players fighting. Like I, I want that to happen. I think the NBA should let it happen. Like good luck fighting a fucking six eight, six nine LeBron. Like good luck. No, you're not gonna win that fight. Like you're only talking shit because you know there won't be any retaliation because you're protected by the league and and the sport and everything. Like. Most of the things that you're saying, you would never say to these people in their face if they were on the block, like, and you just ran into them. Like, you're never, ever, ever, ever going to say those things to their face. I'm all for the fans just fighting people, man. Like, that whole Westbrook thing when it happened at Utah, I think, mm-hmm. like, or two years ago. Why is it always Russell Westbrook? Always. He's always. Because <laughs> I, th- I think fans, like, the, I think it's this. Yeah, I think it's the same thing with, like, with e- even just, like, normal interactions amongst our friends where like if you know you can pick on one person and that person is just gonna like yeah. like it's gonna affect them you just keep doing it you know like even in the group chat it's like crazy. That, that person's gone now what oh the person's gone on the group chat <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but like, really anymore. yeah so it depends on the day and the topic you might get you might get you might get someone else in the group chat but like that's basically what it is like you know one guy you could pick on him and you know he would he would respond and i think westbrook has responded a couple of times so fans are like i bet westbrook is the one to do this with but like i really want westbrook to just beat the shit out of a fan dude like punch him straight well, in the fucking jaw dislocate his shit well, i think i think from aside from them feeling safe that like these athletes won't come up there with their ass is that they don't even like acknowledge these people these athletes as people themselves are just like objects that dribble a ball and mm-hmm. play the game that you like so they're like it's nothing for them to say fuck you or or spit on you or throw popcorn at you or flick you off because they it's, it doesn't even register in their mind they're doing this to a human being mm-hmm. so it's like it's there's no humanity in it so, yeah you know, that's wild we'll it's, that it's it's one thing to talk shit to athletes but um the whole shit with john morant's um parents in the crowd in utah bro that no no you're not gonna tell me you're gonna put a nickel in my dad's back and make him dance. Yo, we're fighting. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like what what makes you say that to somebody's parent? Was it was it the same person that told him that his son is a half breed or whatever? I don't know if it was the same person, but I remember hearing that like somebody yelled at uh, John's dad, like, I'll put a nickel in your back and make you dance. Like, well, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> Utah people. Like, what? <laughs> See, like Fans of these these particular teams slash clubs always are like, oh, this is not representative of us. But it's like the same three teams, though. Like, it's Boston yeah. and it's Utah. And, like, that's basically it. Like, those same teams always have these issues. And, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know the answer to the problem. And I don't know what the teams could do about it. So I, I don't even know what to say. But, like, 
something has to be done if you're the same front and bit for like fan bases are doing this shit. If yeah. you if this keeps happening in Utah, we're moving you to Seattle. Like, <laughs> like fuck the entire <laughs> state of Utah. You're going to Seattle. Like, fuck this shit. Like, I don't know. I just I, it's fucking annoying and just yeah. If you say that shit to my dad, yeah, we'll find you. It, finding you is not that hard. Uh, we'll we'll find you. We'll find you. Uh, he got Nate got shooters. No, it's not. It's not about shooters. It's just shooters. about knowing knowing women <laughs> find anything. They'll find. <laughs> you know how women are. They'll find anything on the internet. They'll find your address quickly. It's just uh, yeah. the fucking audacity. Like because you paid a hundred bucks, you could say that to my dad. What's wrong with you? Like. Fuck you. I don't know. It's annoying. Are you wearing a bathrobe, my nigga? Yeah, man. You're real cozy, cozy huh? I'm cozy out here, man. With my iced <laughs> water, man. Iced water, too. Yeah. I drink in the bathroom. Listen, man. Listen. Know, man. Life, life is luxurious right now. Mm-hmm. Lavish. Hydrating. Go ahead. Gotta take care of yourself, man. Skin, skin glowing, looking happy and shit. Oh man, life is great, man. You know, life is great. You know, on Sunday, on Sunday, some people had me fucked up, but you know, I had to remind myself of who I was. You know, tea time. It's not. It's not tea. It's not, there's not really any tea. It's just you know, um, it's just it's just it's just some old people who used to be in my life who just think. They could just pop up and say whatever the fuck they want because, you know, sometimes I get bored and I'll entertain bullshit. Um, yeah. I'm referring to CC. Pache knows who CC is, but oh, I didn't know it's so true. Okay, yeah, but CC is is this girl from New York, and and her and I talked for a little bit, you know, um, and then she was very adamant about never wanting kids so i was like this is never going to be a long-term thing and then she got married and now she's divorced and she has a kid um even though she said she never wanted kids um so when i went to new york i saw her and over the weekend she was texting me and i was being very short and she was just like you're being an asshole and i was like okay (laughs) you got me fucked up um i'm in a good place right now a good mental place. I want to deal with this bullshit. So, you know, had myself a little Sunday fun day, man. I, uh, you know, did my whole face routine. I saged my room. I had the candles on, had a low bath with a glass of wine, playing Snow Allegra. It was a good day. It was a good day. I didn't let her destroy my aura. My aura is, my aura is immaculate. My aura is beautiful. <laughs> my aura is fucking aura, beautiful. Aura is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's crazy that how sad it is that uh, my mind automatically went to you saying Sunday Funday was a day of debauchery and, and thoughtery and wow. horror behavior. Well, wow. if if we were talking about Pache, then that would definitely apply. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, are we, we going to elevate Florida. the pod? <laughs> oh, what are we elevating the pod? I mean, we're no. here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that y'all all come to me to elevate the pod? Why can't y'all elevate your huh? uh, content machine? Yeah, you. because Charles is cuffed. <laughs> and so is Shay. Yeah, I got a hey, list for you. Um, so tell you I got to start arguments for the better you know, podcast. Of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're just out here living your rhymes. Start, start a mild <laughs> argument with your with your girls for the I podcast. Care, yeah. I care, so, yeah. so what was your latest argument with your girls? 
Who, me? Yeah, you. What's my latest argument? Um, I haven't been arguing with anybody, honestly. It's been of like a whole bunch of random people popping up with feelings, but. Well, would you would you care to elaborate? <laughs> all right, all right. I'll elevate the pod. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of the girls I met out here at the beach like a year ago, real good friend. Um, her older sister just happens to have a, a nine year old daughter. She's fucking adorable as shit. She's so adorable. She's the greatest. She's so cute. Go ahead. Uh, so I became close with them. Um, and I guess like I just every time I see her, like we always like play. I play with like her daughter and shit. Um, so we'd go out on like little, I guess, dinner dates here and there. Not just like all of us, her sister and her daughter and her. And so we were texting one night and um she was telling me about uh, one of my friends out here that gets drunk and he gets like mad frisky and handsy. And I was like, well, just let me know next time and I'll like handle it. She's like, the only one allowed to get handsy is you. And I was like, oh, that's where we're going. That's where we're going here. So, you know, I played along, played along here um, before that. And she's, uh, I was playing around too. We were joking. We were talking about um, marriage. And I said something in, re- in reference to like, you're my end game or some shit. She was like, huh, I didn't know that. You've always been mine too. And I was like, oh, this is where we're going. So, yeah. You know, I've always had a thing for moms. So, <laughs> could be a stepdad. We're destined to be a stepdad. Oh, man. Winding up it's in funny, these situations. It's funny because everybody said, like, I'm a natural <laughs> when I play with her dog. Like, I don't even, like, think about it. He and is. And, like, when I reflect, I'm like, oh, damn. I really could be a stepdad. He is. He is. Hey, man. He's, he's a natural with that girl. You're not going to be a, a stepdad. You're going to be the dad that stepped up. So, <laughs> okay. well, we appreciate you. Talk your shit. I need that to be the cover of this. The dad that <laughs> Nah, but it's it's not deep. I'm just, I'm just uh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. I ain't I ain't thinking too much into it, but yeah. um, nah, she's great. That that girl, I mean, I've never met the mom, but it, the little girl is great. Yeah, you have somebody else jealous thinking about what could have been. Hey true. man, hey listen about see over there playing with somebody else's kid thinking about not my yeah. fault. <laughs> Oh, you know who I, you know who I said I was going to talk about? I'll wait until after Arizona. She wants me to talk about her, but we'll wait until after Arizona. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. You're going to create content. I'm just going to be... I'm here to create awesome. content. Listen. Yeah, listen. listen. I am just, uh, you know, I'm just existing in space. That's That's all. Shane, what's going on, man? Over there, quiet, quiet than a butterfly. All right. No, I'm good. What the hell am I doing? No, I'm good. No, I'm, Joe, I'm just tired. Honestly, you. you want to talk about the Vanessa Carlton shit? Yeah, I was gonna let you. What is that? that? What is that? Yeah, please enlighten uh, me. <laughs> uh, so I uh, walk a thousand miles song. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, everybody knows that song. Classic. Yeah, well, the, you the, heard, like the uh, that... <laughs> go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, just it's this funny. Charles topic. Let him be great. Okay. Yeah, Charles, go ahead, man. This I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm already I'm I'm preoccupied. Go okay. Ahead. 
Basically, <laughs> he's, ro- he's rolling up. Nick, if you were getting head on the pod, I will fucking kick like, you off oh. this podcast. I will kick you off right now. <laughs> but no, he's 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 rolling up. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, these guys from Jacksonville, uh, Florida, two different groups of rapper like rap groups are beefing with each other, and then one made us like I guess they killed the other like a couple of guys from the other group and then they made a song called who i smoked but then they put it on the venice accountant song so it starts at a thousand miles and then it goes into the rap but they couldn't put it out on spotify because she didn't clear the sample and then she just cleared it two weeks ago so now it's on spotify called who i smoke and people were mad about it and venice accountant basically had a thread about how and white movies, a lot of music are used to score violence, but the moment black people do it, it's an issue. Um, it's not fair, you know, it's racist and skewed in a lot of ways. If we want to tackle violence in total, we should do it for everybody. Otherwise, shut the fuck up, basically. And then internet was like, yes. And her streams went up because of that. Uh, the guy tweeted at her and said, I got you forever, you good in any neighborhood. So when it's <laughs> <laughs> but it's a car that's good on the off. streets. But she was signed to Murder Inc. Like I know people like forget, but like she was signed to Ja Rule. Like she's not new to this gangster shit. Like she <laughs> she she's been out here. So like it's not surprising. But yeah, she 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 kept, you know, she she held her own and she gave it up for the guys. So she's good, she's good in these streets. Well, there's actually two camps in uh to that argument. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of people were upset at her for for um, giving them the rights to that, to that song. Because what? They literally what? Because the song is about <laughs> killing three young black men. Okay, and and she's a white woman who gave away her song to profit off of the death of three actual people, and she used an example to justify it from what was it uh reservoir dogs like there was some Res- happy- she used reservoir dogs and she also used pop fiction so her example was were fictional films where that those songs were used to um you know throw yeah. off the violence happening but in this case this is like an actual diss song about actual gang violence okay yeah. so it's not if he would have did it over any other sample, would it have still been a problem? No. The problem is that she declared she cleared the sample herself. She cleared the sample. This song. Yeah. That's she's the attaching problem. herself. She's endorsing this song. But the the problem isn't that the the song is still gonna exist regardless of if she cleared the sample or not. Right. <laughs> so like <laughs> Right. Like, yeah, no, maybe maybe you that. can stream it on Spotify, but that song still exists on YouTube and on SoundCloud. Like, I have, I've had that song since it came out on my phone. Right. I play when I'm driving right. around sometimes. Okay. No, the problem is the endorsement of the song. Her clearing it isn't an endorsement of the song. No, not really. You just clear it so you could get yes, publishing. It is. If you would have, how could that be anything besides an endorsement of the song? It's not an endorsement. And then, she, it's, and then, it's then a, to, to it's, then follow it up and then justify it. She was like, I want to do this to uh, lend my song to black artists or whatever. I mean, which is a noble act, but I I think it's negative consequences. I listen, I understand. However, those guys were never convicted of any crime. 
right? There's nothing that actually proves for a fact that they did those crimes. They could be lying for all we know. So Vanessa giving them the clearance for the song is solely for music purposes. There's no, like, she's not like, oh, yeah, y'all did a no, hit. No, I'm, I'm sure I, I doubt she was actually, like, wishing ill against <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure she had no idea what they were talking about. Yeah. But it's the, her, um, it was an ignorant thing to do. Yeah, nah. She could clear the song. I need it on Spotify. <laughs> I put it on my playlist. <laughs> I needed to put that shit yes, on my playlist. We just the ops, and never mind. I don't listen. I don't have any smoke with the people from Florida. Funny enough, I was listening to our last episode right before we recorded this one, and Pasha was talking about the guys whose home was right next to our Airbnb. I don't want any smoke with anybody from Florida who has those twisted hair. Cool. They was cool, don't give man. a fuck. I was talking to the, you know, the ex felons. But speaking on that, did you hear the uh, response to it? The sample yes. when uh, I see you. When I see you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So like, what? Yeah. What? No, gay- but when Mariah Ma- <laughs> Carey goes and says, "Okay, I'll put my name on that," then then it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, but it's not. It's not featuring Vanessa though. Or not Mariah Carey. I'm thinking of Vanessa. There was another one with a Mariah Carey song. There's, there's were like, um, there's a few of them. I think oh yeah yeah the one with Mariah Carey where the guy she tweeted the guy was like take take it off and then the guy was like juices because she was like mm-hmm. my lawyers will reach out to you and then he put out a video of him just like being like peace um I I don't have a problem with I, I don't have a problem with this um people have used great music to diss people all the time this is not some new shit I think the creativity like, is amazing yeah the takeover samples like a rock song from like the eighties. Like, you you just clear the sample and get the fuck out of the way. You get some of this money and you shut up. That's how it works. That's how music works. If you want to change shit, let's change all of it. Otherwise, let's not target specific areas to change it. Facts. I disagree. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. But you're wrong though. <laughs> <laughs> That song's fire, bro. I don't care. No, actually, I like. I don't get me wrong. I like. I enjoy the song. Like the first two bars of the song. I actually, I enjoy Vanessa all sings, these fucking little remixes of these R&B songs. The first two song. The first two bars is when I see you, I'm gonna push your fucking top back, boy. Twelve paramedics couldn't save your fucking life, boy. Those are the first two things he says on the song. Fucking fire. Do you know how dead you have to be for 12 paramedics not be able to save your life? Amazing. Again, only in music. I want to see this in real life. <laughs> fucking awesome. Just lit. I believe when these floaters say what they go do. I ain't. Uh, listen, I'm good. I'm good. I'm staying out the way. Great music. Though. Great music. Um, what else did we have? <laughs> I didn't even like really... Read um, like sports shit. Then uh, SZA like press like these big magazines to, like use black photographers and shit. I think I saw that somewhere. Yeah, basically. So lately, and I guess I I could talk about this, but I reached out to the photo editor at um, Rolling Stones because I wanted I wanted to shoot Dave, the UK rapper, um, for his next album. So I sent him an email and I was like, the industry leader right what? there. 
Yeah, did you just look at that industry? Look how he just passed that. Like it was nothing. What? I want to see a fucking major <laughs> international artist. Like, who the fuck can just uh, like just try to glance past that? Well, okay, keep going. I'm listening. Are you guys done? No, keep going. Well, my email, I was like, hey, this is Dave. This is his music. He's a big act internationally. I think he'd do great things for your magazine. I also think. He's working on an album, so it's really cool to like just you know reach out and I'd like to photograph him. I have this concept, blah 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 blah. And this email was sent like in March, and then he sent me. He emailed me back two weeks ago, and was like, "Hey, thank you for reaching out." But in the email, I was also like, "Hey, the next thing, next time you do something, I'd like to, I'd like to assist on the shoot, you know, with the photographer, um, whatever, whoever you bring on set." Um, so he was like, we don't book the assistants, the photographers book the assistants. And also, um, usually the artists suggest it unless we have a whole idea that we want to do for the artist. Then we have our own, you know, photographer to do it. And link, like linking that to the scissor thing, like when these publications try to book these artists for covers for the magazines, if you have enough cachet, like if you're popular enough, if you're Beyonce or Hove or even Scissor to an extent, like you could suggest, oh, I like this photographer. Usually it's Makai Carter or Blair or Raven. Oh. Like there's a very set number of photographers that I could think of Kennedy Carter, for instance, where they just like invite to come do these things. So I guess she didn't say which magazine it was, but they want to shoot her for the cover of that magazine and she suggested that she wants a black woman to shoot her cover and they said no and she said she wouldn't do it um and that's basically where it is with that um now historically <laughs> like as recent as just a year ago because i remember complaining about this with um my friend a photographer in new york called anthony gathers he shoots the next um Anthony and I were talking about this because uh, Simone Biles was shot for the cover of Vogue by um, Annie Leibovitz. And Annie Leibovitz is a legend. Like, no disrespect to her. Like, she's great. But she does not understand black skin. And it's very difficult. If you've not worked with black people before as a photographer, when you shoot, you don't know how to edit it. Because the colors are, like, primarily skin is made up of yellow orange and green or blue depending on the vein color um to an extent and for a lot of white people the vein color is green right like i think shane's vein color is also green from last time i saw his arm <laughs> yep <laughs> so, so green. yeah so when you're editing you're gonna focus on orange yellow and green for shane that doesn't apply to black people unless the skin is very um not the skin is not dark enough unless the skin is light skin like it's not the same and a lot of photographers regardless of how great they are miss that like if you see the latest cover of vogue that they had simone biles on it that shit looks terrible she looks like she's been dipped in bronze it looked really bad and was shot by annual Leibovitz, who's shot literally everybody you could think of um, so I think that's what SZA was trying to do with trying to get a black photographer to do it. And, uh, and also, to be fair, these artists have built relationships with specific photographers. So they want those people to shoot them. Like, that's yeah. just what it is. 
Um, but the publication said no, which, you know, it happened and she said, all right, then I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. I guess it, it's her way of trying to build some equity in photography because these spaces are being primarily, you know, overseen by white men um, and they block off a lot of chances for women, black men, black women, and other people of color. So I get, I get scissor stand um, and, you know, she'll be, it's scissor, she's gonna be on the cover of something else. It, it doesn't matter, so. Look at these women stepping up, you know, trying to change the game. Proud of her, um, trying to use her platform, you know, to bring light to other things. So mm -hmm. I respect it. Yeah, these those spaces are toxic, man. Like when you hear the 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 people who've done it and been there, it's it's a very very toxic place, especially with like you know some people deal primarily in subtle nudity and nudity. Like that's what they shoot. That's they're really good at it. And they just, that's what they shoot. And just recently, I forgot what the name of the photographer is, but when I remember, I'll say it on the next episode or during this, if I remember, but he was, you know, accused of using his photography to like sleep with women and like forcing his models to do things that make them uncomfortable. And this is a guy who's very renowned in shooting nudity like that. He's so good at it that like every playboy shoot he's there every big shoot he's there and now there's a bunch of cases about how he would tell women to sleep with him or he was not going to shoot them and mean because he has so much cachet and, and clout in the, in the industry like if he photographs you like you're you're a star like you're going you know to the next level and shit like that happens um i mean i guess it happens in every big media industry you know like with directors trying to sleep with actresses and shit like that but in photography because of the pro because of how the process is like you're freezing a moment and it's not because it's motion it's very very vulnerable and yeah it's it's just a toxic space sometimes um you just gotta you just gotta do your best and find people who believe in the things that you believe in so you can create art that makes you comfortable it's it's hard but it's it's not undoable. Yeah, don't be out here using your, your skills to get some these toes wet. I know you're nasty over there, Nate. What did I do? Huh? What? You heard me. I you actually really all I heard is you're nasty. I actually really didn't hear. I that. said don't be using your uh, creative skills with photography to get these these women undressed and in your bed. You know. Hey, listen, man. I don't <laughs> photograph people that I don't like. Like so, because I don't need to, I don't need this shit. <laughs> like. I don't photograph people I don't like. Um, and I've been I've been very, very lucky in the sense that I've been able to, you know, photograph some of the greatest people in my life. I, mean, I think I photograph every single one of you in here, except Charles. No, no, no. You have well, you have a long film. I think you guys went out to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have a long film now, yeah, for sure. Have Charles in oh. film. But yeah, I mean, I only photograph people I like, man. I don't give a fuck about these other people. Like, I, I, I wouldn't send the fucking photo editor at, at Rolling Stones to photograph Doja Cat because I don't care about Doja Cat. Like, I have nothing. Nothing of hers connects to me, except the song with SZA. That's just fire. But <laughs> I, I care about Doja Cat. <laughs> Doja, if you listen, man. I, I <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Shout out, Doja. Shout out, Doja. 
<laughs> I don't care about Doja Cat, so I'm not gonna go out of my way to try to like get like photograph her. But like, I really give a fuck about Dave. Like, I love Dave. I love his music. I talk about him all the time. I feel like we could create some really great art if if Rolling Stones makes it happen. So I'm gonna copy that email and I'm gonna send it to GQ and everyone else and see where we go from there. Gotcha. Okay. Well. Now that the world's opening back up, you guys, how are we feeling? How are we feeling? Any any comments, any concerns, anything like, out of the ordinary, anything like, that's like weird? Like, is it weird going back outside after being inside for so long? How's your mental? Is it like, damn, this fuckers out? So. You don't go nowhere? No. Damn. Get home chilling. You guys like I want people percent. to remain six feet away from me for the rest of the time. <laughs> I think that's going to be like the general consensus moving like forward. Like, yeah, just keep your distance away from me now that I've yeah, seen like fucking my work. Some of you motherfuckers are still nasty. Bro, I, I go to <laughs> I go to the office and I'm like, all right, so we're supposed to wear a mask. And I, I go to the bathroom. I'm like, motherfuckers do use the bathroom and just not wash their hands. I'm like, we were just in a whole pandemic. So y'all just not gonna continue to wash your hands. Is that that's what we're doing? So that's nasty. <laughs> He's old ass men too, and I'm like, all right, staying away from them. all y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> it's nasty out here. It's nasty, and if you're in the streets like Pache, like, bro, stop. It's nasty. The women are also nasty, and you should take care of yourself. Like, some of these women don't take showers. Same with men, yeah. but I've, I've been seeing this online, what are you man. With? No, I saw oh. it. On, I saw it online. Yeah, nah. Any uh, any woman that has popped up in my life is has a cleanliness level of a hundred. But yeah, I've been seeing online about how <laughs> some some women don't take showers of, for d- days. Shit is nasty, man. Like, be safe out there, bro. Saying that to you, Pache, and the rest of the streets. The women I mess with are waxed and back, so sound. Talk your shit. Talk your shit. Talk your shit, King. Come on. Talk. <laughs> waxed and bags. What do you mean? Talk your shit. Sh- nah, go ahead. Talk your shit, man. I said the waxed and bags. You know? Yeah. yeah. Being safe out here. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. I'm sick on mode. But uh, anyway, I'm hoping this company's like, <laughs> these places uh, keep their hygiene practices that they've um, learned recently. And not revert back to the shit that we were living in beforehand in the before days, in the before mm. times. The before days. <laughs> back before the new normal. Oh my. I hope, I'm glad people know like to wash your hands now. But places have hand sanitizer now. Perfect. Let's keep that. Let's keep doing that. Let's keep that forever. Yeah. Good practice. I keep I keep a I keep a bottle at my desk. That's a fact. I always have one attached to my bag or my or like anything like it's, it's always attached to something it's always close by because you know you can't trust people people are nasty out here man shit is crazy facts all right fellas i think it's about time to wrap her up bro you ain't got nothing else no search don't worry next week listeners i got y'all I don't know what's going on, but I'm gonna elevate this motherfucker to the next level. <laughs> we about to get this Spotify deal. I'm tired of this shit. We need to be signed. <laughs> we need to be motherfucker. Uh, Patreon. 
We didn't even talk about the the whole Joe Bun um, man. Fuck that nigga. Situation, but, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I think all of our standards fuck that guy. You know, I mean, yeah, he's on That's just grimy, bro. Like, I, no I'm matter sure. how much I fight with any of y'all about anything, I I don't think I could come on this podcast or even on Twitter just be like, even with Duke that we don't fuck with anymore. Like, I can't go on Twitter and be like, I never asked, I never asked you to come to my brother's funeral. Like, I can't say that. I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that. And for Joe to go on a podcast and say, I never asked you to come to my son's birth. Like, that was the line for me. Like, you could, you oh, could damn, bash. I didn't know he said that. Yo, bro, it was. That's wild. It was he said, Rory or he said it to Rory. He was like, fuck you, Rory. I never asked you to come to the birth of my son. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You meant just a birthday birthday, but like the, no, like the, the birth day of his birth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. I mean, that is a real intimate moment, though. So, I mean, I don't know the level of their friendships. So I, I would. I mean, Rory I would, thought they were I friends. See myself to... seeing, saying that to somebody. Yeah, like, you didn't but... have to be there, like, bro. But not on a podcast while you. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely not on the podcast. Yeah. So that was, the, you know, I understand the business is grimy and people do. Grammy shit in business all the time. Read your contracts before you sign them. All of that. I get it. That mm-hmm. was the line for me because I just felt like, like not if if I can, I will hop on the first flight to wherever any of y'all at if you're having a kid. Like, it, it's just what fucking friends do. Like, <laughs> that's just what friends do. So I don't understand why you would go a thing and then do this whole like fuck you i never asked you to do this i never asked you for shit fuck you like that's just that's nice joe's just he's just feeling himself way too much now he just oh yeah he he just everybody's expendable he's actually i knew this show was gonna happen ever since they changed the name from uh i'll name the podcast later to to the joe Bud podcast podcast. i was like "Mm, wow that's that's really right (laughs) right on the head that's that's really um it's Joe Bun's podcast now, huh? Yeah. Shit, it's bro. just crazy out there, but you think you think it's gonna last? How much longer how much longer it's gonna last? I I haven't I honestly haven't Again. listened since he dissed Rory Amal. Like since he listened. fired them, I haven't listened, so I don't know how the quality is. People are claiming that the quality is down, so it's very possible that it won't last. However, you know, I you're always going to have an audience. So there's no way he's going to go from a million listeners a week to zero. Like he's, even if 90% of those people don't come back, he's going to have that 10%. So he's going to be fine. It's just maybe not going to be wow. same same level. I'm excited for what Rory if, and Moss. Rory and, yeah, I was like, what if they take off? I'm I'm going to listen to that because I fuck, I fuck with Rory and I fuck with Maul. You see the little skit they put out? Sure, was fucking hilarious. You got any detergent? <laughs> I liked that. That was funny. That Actually, how do you feel about the, the the um that little video they put out that uh two dollar thing? First of all, I, I feel I feel a way about them putting paid, a paywall on it. I paid I paid the two dollars. Um, oh, oh, you fucked up. This shit was out for free on YouTube. Yeah, you by the time it? it came out for free, I'd already paid two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um I I like because I listened to Joe's episode where he insulted them and and fired them. And then I listened to that as well. And Mm -hmm. it feels like all the holes in Joe's story before I heard Rory and Maul's were filled with Rory and Maul's account, you know. And again, I'm not particularly upset about the business part of it because I 
like I would never do that to my friends and it's grimy and I don't respect it. However, like business is grimy. Like people do bad business all the time. Maybe not with your friends, but people do bad business all the time. So right. like that part is, it makes sense even though I disagree with it. However, like it's just the personal parts of it that I don't like. Like there's a lot of personal attacks, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I mean, Rory, it's always ugly getting into business with your friends, but always ugly dude and like rory was saying that his part the part that he hated was that joe joe started putting his personal business on the podcast which i had noticed for a while like the whole like like, little subtle little yeah the engagement like like, called off it's like come on man you can't be saying this around here you know like i'd be snitching on pache but it's not oh listen you can put my shit out there i don't give a fuck Y'all heard that though. I'm about to start mentioning names. Um, Shit, you can name drop. I don't get a fuck. Everybody, you can know them all. As long as you get that Spotify deal. As long as we get the Spotify deal. They were paying these guys 50K a month. Did you know that? Who? Who's going to pay 50K a month? Oh, Roy and Mauro are getting 50K a month. 50k wow. a month to do a podcast, bro. <laughs> so Wait, do you think that's a lot or not a lot? It's a okay, it's a lot of money for me. I don't know how much anyone yeah, else is say, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's a lot in like the grand scheme of like, podcasts. yeah, in the grand scheme of things. I don't think that's a lot of money. Okay, well, it's a lot of money for me. I've Actually, never that, seen that. Sounds pretty, I mean, yeah, so, hell yeah, that sounds crazy. Two months of that, and I've paid off all my student loans. <laughs> I can do, well, I can sit on a podcast now. and say that's crazy for two months. No, it's they got not, other it's like business shit time. outside of that. So whatever they're investing in on top of that. So I don't know. And his his master class. I haven't heard about that in a little while. Who's master class? Mall. Mall. Oh. Mm. I only seen like two videos about it. Mm. Shit's you crazy. I'm gonna do whatever. Air me out. What should I do? Wine? 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 I think I'll have like some wine. Yeah, let's uh, wrap it up. He said, wrap it up. You got nothing else to talk about? Um, real quick, really run through the sports. Uh, my, my team got swept. Fuck the Nets. Um, Bucks swept the Heat. Philly closed it out. And Embiid hopefully comes back, comes healthy. You know, he's been balling out. Hope he comes back. Um, How serious is the Embiid, Embiid injury? It's a small tear. But like, yeah, but like, is it like a tear that like, it, like, you speak it the wrong way? He just sit. He could be out if he tears it. It could be worse if he could be out next season if it gets worse. Damn. So the sh- the right thing would be them sitting him out. I would sit him out. I don't. I think they could cruise past the Hawks. I think that they could cruise past the Hawks. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. They're going to sit him as long as they possibly can. Okay. I think it'd be. I think it'd be a good thing. I too. don't think he should see the floor until the Eastern Conference Finals. That's what yeah. I would think too. Yes, I, I that, agree. That's because that, I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be an orthopedic surgeon or anything like that, like a lot of people have on Twitter today. But I, I don't think he should be on the floor. And honestly, with the way that I, from what I, you know, when we hear other players get hurt, like if he needs a knee scope, they might as well just fucking do it now. Yeah, do it now. If he's out two, three weeks, yeah, so be it. He'll like, be back for the conference finals. I feel bad. Right. I like Good him. Ball. 
Yeah, no he, was, he was doing great. Um, yeah, I just hope they don't rush it back because it reminds me of, like the KD thing with his Achilles, where they try to bring him back and then he just completely fucked him when he tried to come back against Toronto. So I'd, I'd just rather see him like if just sit out into the Eastern Conference Finals because that's really what matters. I, I think they're going to send him out. I don't. They, they've never really taken risks with him and his health. I, I don't yeah. see them starting to do it now. Yeah, I'm sure if he had it his way, he would have played tonight. Yeah, yeah. And they were, they, and they're he's competitive. Telling him no, like they're just, they're, nah, dude. And the way they played tonight, like I think that gives them enough of a boost to be like, okay, we can we can go a couple we games. Can do this. Yeah. So it was a, it was yeah. a good good performance by by them. Uh, Seth g- gave you authority. That guy's nice. Ben Simmons was the best player on the floor. So people can stop slandering my man. Yeah, we're done. We're done with the Ben Simmons slander. If, I you, if you continue to slander Ben Simmons, I just I no longer engage in the argument, and I just assume you have no fucking idea about anything about the game of basketball, and that's where I leave it. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. That's how I'm going through life from now on. It's that simple for me. I'm not engaging. I'm not engaging with people. There's different, Pasha, there's a difference between just like talking shit and me knowing that you're just trying to push my button versus you actually having okay. that opinion. Fair. Yeah. Fair, fair. You actually fair. believing what you're saying and then like typing it out and putting it out onto the internet and like being like, this guy fucking stinks. Like you're an idiot. Yeah. And you're just an idiot if you think that. Like, <laughs> I, I think the whole Ben thing it might be a ceiling thing. Like maybe people thought he was. He had a higher. What's well, because everyone said Braun 2.0, Braun yeah. 2.0, Braun 2.0, and like that was never fair. Cause... Yeah, because LeBron's not a real person. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's one. And like, I mean, the jumper just hasn't developed, and like LeBron's did. Like that was the thing. Like, like LeBron couldn't, like, couldn't really shoot mm-hmm. when he first got the lead. He, he shot better than Ben Simmons did. So like, those comparisons weren't fair. Like, and his <laughs> jumper's gotten better. Ben's hasn't. Like. Must be something in the Philly air then, huh? Y'all breaking jump shots. Because Mark Hill's fault. His jump shot was his jump shot been broken. His jump shot been broken. We didn't break Ben's. <laughs> Only Mark Hell's. <laughs> yeah, maybe just Mark Hell's. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. my Lakers been trash. It's just losing by 30 points in a game. I can't believe this shit. I was in the bar mad as hell. Pache was trying to push my buttons. I'll be talking shit. I don't give a fuck. My team got they didn't get swept, but hey, they got whooped, so I gotta talk shit. You ain't got nothing to lose now. <laughs> nothing's, nothing's scarier than a guy who has nothing to lose. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not I'm not feeling too confident. My confidence levels have dropped significantly to like a 55%. Hey man, Brian carried that weak ass Cavs team to the finals. I'm not hearing this shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, He's but that losing. but that LeBron was not. Nursing a high ankle sprain. Not LeBron's and, built and his and his starters didn't score like 15 points combined. <laughs> LeBron's built different. That team was worse than what he has now, so I'm not hearing it. All right, we'll see. We'll see. I just oh, actually, he had Kyrie. That's that's the only no, but well, before just... oh, he did have Kyrie. I don't mm-hmm. understand how he. What's his name? Um, Anthony Davis keeps getting hurt. He's supposed to, like for his size and that's y'all future. That's why I said you guys are fucked when Braun leaves. We'll pick up on that. FA. <laughs> You're okay. fucked when Braun leaves. Yeah, but give up everything for okay. AD. This is why I can't be a GM or you know 
a chairman of like a football club because I am always about the immediate shit. I want to win now. I don't believe in projects. Projects are stupid because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like the whole like, like Arsenal has this whole like, oh, we're going to build a project in five years. We're going to be a, I don't have patience for that bullshit. If it's not working, I'm going to fire the guy. I'm going to bring in someone who's going to win me some shit. And with the Lakers trading all those picks, I'm like, I would do it again. I don't believe it because you could sign those players again in the future. Like right now you could trade them away, go get the guy who will win the championship for you and then pick up new guys on the way. Like, I don't believe in the whole development. Did you never play team sports or like, (laughs) have you not like watched other successful franchises? Like you can't just go out and buy a whole new team every season and expect to win a championship every season. Like, like cohesion and being able to play together and chemistry and all that, like does matter. Yeah. So two years, every two years you ship everybody (laughs) off. Basketball works. But it worked for the Lakers, like, I'm saying. like, And this is not the first time some shit like that has worked. Because you had a once-in-a-lifetime player. My point, exactly. So After I, Brock, they're not getting that again. I don't believe anyone in the Lakers' position would have not made that trade. Because the Lakers were not going to win with those kids. Oh, yeah, I believe that. Exactly. I, so, like, why would you – I don't understand why people bash – Palenka for that trade because that was the right you thing to guys do. Guys gave up more than you needed to. Fam, they were milking the up. fuck out of it. They didn't want the dude over there. Did not, they had to fire him so we could make this work. Like he did not want to have. He did not want to give up Davis. Like yeah, that's. This is how that's we. That's why everybody's killing him because he gave up way more than he needed to. I I agree with you. What I'm trying to tell you is that the GM at the Pelicans did not want to give up Davis. Fuck, he's a smart man. He's gonna keep milking it to see what he could get for it. Exactly, he did the best thing for him, and the Lakers did what they needed. Like it's more of like I want this, and then it's like I need this, but because I need it, I'll give you what you want, which is what happened. Like it's either it was either a deal bust, and it worked out. The Lakers won a championship out of it, so I don't see what the problem is. Well, you worry about the future when you get there. When LeBron leaves, there's gonna be a new free agent. They're gonna entice him with all the. Lakers shit, oh, the helicopter and the family shit, and they'll figure it out. Like, I'm not worried about the future. I'm worried about right now. You guys are trash. You guys are bubble champs. Shut up. Six championships in two decades. Can <laughs> you say the same thing about yourself? No, you cannot. Bubble champs. You can't say the same thing about yourself. Bubble champs. Y'all, how are y'all fucking losing in the Valley? Anyways, I don't even want to go deep into this. Um, Season is not over, weeks. bro. There's still, there's still two games to go. Or one. But but really too, yeah. All right, whatever. Don't worry Anyways. about it. Uh, pick of the weeks. I got two picks of the week. You got two of them. All right, we'll save you for last. Charles, you want to go first? You look like you're ready to go. Anyway, yeah, Charles. Charles, <laughs> no, man, sort of like you got, he got some ready for him to go to. Absolutely. We've we uh, uh... we're interrupting your sex night. We won't do it again. Okay, chill. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. What's your pick of the week, boss? <laughs> yeah. pick of the week. I, I've been getting back into This Is Us this week. Now that I've uh, got a bunch of time to kill at home. And boy, it, it is really tugging at my heartstrings. I, I had a moment today watching. I'm still catching up. I'm in the uh, fifth season. So I still got to get all the way through the sixth, I believe. But. Mm. 
If anyone they has can't. not seen it, you must you should start it. What'd you say? They're not renewing it, right? Like this is it. This is it. No, yeah. I think this is the last season. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. That's gonna take it a week. Shane, you got one. Yeah, I'm probably gonna take one and eight, so I'll have to get over it. Um, but okay. Mayor of Easttown for sure. If any, if you haven't watched it yet on HBO, it's filmed in my oh, hometown. It's about my where I fucking grew up, Nate. So I'm taking. It. I don't care. <laughs> it's my people. I'm taking it. But uh, no, great a, series by HBO. Kate Winslet to go. She should yeah. win all the awards for that. She's gonna win all um, the awards. I hope they oh, actually end up extending. I hope they do a second season with it. I just don't know where the story is going to go for this. I mean, that's the problem. I don't know how they do it, but I mean, it's, it wouldn't be the first show that started as a limited series and then they and turned into yeah, yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that uh, a series like that. Well, apparently, a lot of the cast wants to. They the the guy that wrote it isn't sure. Mm. Yeah, he was on um he was on the watch talking about it. And he was like, yeah, if I figure out the story, we'll do it. But for now, I don't know. And he was like, Kate, yeah, he's Kate, not going to force it. Yeah, Kate, yeah. Kate's down for. Second season, like all the actors are like, if you bring us back, we'll come back. But they got to figure out the story Good. and if it makes sense. Good so. characters, they got a dope setting. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good. It was a great show. It was great. a really good show. And like every single person I like know from the Philly area who talked about it would talk about how authentic it felt. Like even it was down it was, it was beer <laughs> like it was so yeah I, the only my only gripe was i don't understand what the obsession with rolling rock was if anything okay. it should have been more yingling oh, i don't understand why yeah. they kept there was a lot of product <laughs> placement <laughs> but yeah, it had to have been yeah, it must have been like a product placement thing but like you know there was a lot of people from back home too that like bitched and were like we don't sound like that yes we do <laughs> like yes we do like as somebody oh, actually yeah we, a little we learned a new back, term like, i can i see it from a different perspective as the people that have never left and i'm like no that's what we that's what you exactly sound like. what we saw it's exactly yeah. what you sound like it's what i sound like <laughs> we, learned, we learned the uh what the smacked ass that, that was a new new term smacked ass you never heard me say because i know i've used that i i, I say that i got that I, never people got my grandfather uh <laughs> I must have just blended cool. into the, the the context, but I just never heard it used so many times in conversation. I was like, "The smack this." You won't say this this term. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was, it's a great show. Great show. It was great. I I didn't see that twist coming, and I'm not gonna spoil it. But like, I, that was the last thing I expected. As as the the, the yeah, there's like four yeah. twists. Yeah, that f- final episode. Because yeah, I mean, it was the red herrings in that show were so well done. They yeah. were like they were obvious, but it wasn't like in like, but it worked. Yeah, because you're like, mm-hmm. okay, it's, it, like they're they're telling you it's him, but there's no way that it's it's him. Like, yep, and it just kept you off the it trail kept, of like yeah. what it was. Like, it, it was really very well done. Like, it's really difficult to land like a who done it, and if you look at this show compared to uh, the Undoing from last year, and you just see like how difficult it was to just land on doing and how not easy necessarily, but just well done. This one was, was this season. It's just, it's very, very beautiful. Um, it's a great show. I, I couldn't highly, I couldn't recommend it any more highly. Mm-hmm. Uh, my picks of the week. Um, the first one is actually a podcast called no skips. Um and they basically pick an album that has no skips and they go through it and like they pick best song, best line, things like that. It's just, it's the nerdy, it's like the nerdy hip hop shit that I, I like in a podcast. Um, it's really, really good. 
Um, and my other pick of the week is Chelsea winning the Champions League. I only am doing this because it pisses Pache off. Um, yeah, man. I mean, people people counted us out, man. People counted us out. It was a very long season. We fired our coach halfway, you know. Um, people just didn't expect us to be here. But when you're destined for greatness, man, it's just it's very it's very very difficult for people to just you know shake you off your game. I know I know Pache's not looking at me because he's he's just really upset that his team couldn't make it past this Man City team that we beat them with ease. But you know, again, not everyone's built like that, you know. You lost by a goal. We lost to PSG anyway. We didn't lose to Man City. No, you know, you know you did not. Yes, we lost to PSG. You gotta tell me we lost to PSG. Oh, well, whoever you lost to clearly <laughs> you're not built well enough to make it to the final. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you lost to. Mbappe was dusting our back line. Yes. We lost awesome. to PSG. You awesome shit. Maybe build a better backline. How about that? Huh? Never. Anyways, fuck you and your team. Fuck London. <laughs> fuck all London is blue. You were blocked for like three days. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. I, I get on Twitter and then I'm like, wait. Like someone retweeted a tweet of yours and I saw it on my timeline. And then I clicked your like I clicked your page and I was like, I'm not following Pasha. What is going on? I was like, oh, this motherfucker blocked me. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I was tired of you and Jay, man. I had to block you <laughs> Oh, man. Nah, it felt good because I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't think we were going to win the Champions League this season. Like, this, <laughs> it was a very good surprise. So yeah, that felt man. good. I've been talking uh, about shit. My pick of the week, um, I guess, Startup on Netflix. I'm um, going to start that this week. Yeah. My roommate put me on. So I say check it out. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh, and I guess well, it's not a pick of the week, but I give a shout out. Madison just got her job with. Uh, yeah, shout out to Madison. Congratulations. She got her job with uh, Cavs as social media uh, coordinator. So, big ups to you. We'll yeah. have her on. We'll have her on sometime soon. Yeah, she probably won't do it. She's moving. She's got life going on. Right yeah, now. not like right now, but like oh, yeah, yeah. she's settled and all of that. Yeah. Um, y'all fellas got anything else? Uh, stay safe and uh, stay hydrated. Um, wash your fucking hands. You wash nasty. your fucking hands. Stop fucking with dirty hoes. That goes for both the men and women. Um, happy Pride Month. Oh, happy Pride Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to all my, all my friends. Yeah, all my LGBTQIA homies. Happy Pride Month. Uh, uh, so we'll be back shout, next week. Shout out to Duke. Shout out to who? To Duke. Shout out to who? Shout out to Duke. Happy Happy Pride Month. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> oh, you missed it, Charles. You're in the group chat. Um, are you talking about Deontay's armband and TJ got to know it? Gay ass armband. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to drop a bomb. I thought you named about a. Well, uh, who just name dropped him? So I named that fuck Deontay. No, I know. I, I thought I thought that he was like in the closet. Oh, uh, he so, Never mind. We're gonna end the podcast right there. Um <laughs> so we'll see you next week. Um I'll see you in Arizona Nate. I'll see you yeah. in Denver, gang. Uh y'all be safe. All right. Peace. Peace. Yes, and, and spirit. <laughs> <laughs>